Another edition of the Behind the You podcast. I'm joined by punter Dylan Joyce. Dylan, appreciate you doing this. No worries. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you texting me and calling me mate like three times. I felt like I've, I'm in your world now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's a mate around here. Everybody's a mate, right? Yeah, that's it. All right. Awesome. So tell me where you're from exactly. Give me the name of the town. Uh, so I'm from Kyabram, which is in Victoria. What part of Australia? Uh, so it's in like Northern Victoria. So it's probably about three hours North of Melbourne, which is like down the South. Yeah. I gotcha. And you grew up playing what sport? Is there American football in Australia? Yeah, there's some, there's some like local leagues, but it's not like professional or anything, but I, I grew up playing like Australian rules football. It's kind of just like completely a tone game. It's like hard to explain. No way. What you called it a, what kind of game? It's just like completely like a tone game oh no 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 i'm familiar oddly enough australian rules football when i was growing up used to be on late night on espn oh yeah yeah so it's like a combination of like soccer football rugby right it's got all three sort of intermixed yeah it's pretty much yeah it's got it's got a lot of sports mixed into it a lot of running and yeah a lot of kicking so that's probably why a lot of kicking right a lot so but it's also pretty tough and physical right can't you just take guys down yeah so we got like we don't wear pads um, then like you tackle full tackle, full tackle. Yeah. So that's probably why you took down Keon Coleman in against Florida state. You're used to it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Instincts came back to me there. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if we could semi equate what position you played to either football or soccer in the American terms of uh, what would you have played in Australian rules football? Oh, like my position, like I had to like kick goals and stuff. So, Probably from a soccer standpoint. Like a forward? Like a forward, yeah. Okay. Now, in that role, you're doing you're being tackled more than you're doing the tackling, or it's even? Yeah, it's kind of even. Um, it's kind of just whenever the ball's in play, just whoever's got the ball, you kind of just try to tackle them. Is there any remorse or, like, is it take your head off kind of stuff? Uh, nah, there's a bit of remorse now. It's going a bit soft. but <laughs> It's getting soft? Yeah, it's getting a bit soft. But when you played, how was it? Oh, like I played local footy, like they call it bush footy. So it was pretty, like pretty rough, but you can't like go taking people's heads off and that, but. Any injuries? How about this? Any significant injuries? Nah, I was fortunate enough. I never had any significant injuries. So I got pretty lucky there. Now, how were you with the tat? Like, do you consider yourself like a physical force or do you kind of shy away from it? Um, I don't know. I was, I was there when I was needed. I'll say that. (laughs) (laughs) Hoping someone else got there first and you made yeah. it pile on. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Excellent. Change the trajectory of your career or find your new passion. Both are possible at the University of Miami's Division of Continuing and International Education. The division offers over 50 courses with online and hybrid options for on-the-go professionals and busy parents. Visit miami.edu slash DCIE to learn more or call our enrollment advisors at 305-284-4000 to discover which course is right for you. So uh, what's life like? In, like what, Growing up in Australia, you guys did what regularly outside of sports? Outside of sports, growing up, we were just like, I don't know, there's not really too much to do in Kyabram, but um, is it a small, So it's a small know. town? Yeah, it's only about 7,000 people there. It's a real just like dairy farming community. But um, yeah, other than that, we would just like work, 
Like I was a welder before I came over here. Like I'd be trained. So you, Lou, held like is that like typical? <laughs> Not that young Americans don't work, but they usually don't work in either welding. He was doing scaffolding, yeah. tattoo shops. Like is that a is that normal way of of upbringing? Yeah, it's like especially around like I think around like country areas and stuff like that. Um, because like that's just pretty much like what everyone does. Like everyone just grows up wanting to get a trade and that kind of thing. Like I'm not like Lou. I haven't like got my own tattoo shop or anything, but <laughs> so welding, we're talking about the, the mask and like, we're the, I don't know what, what do you call that yeah. thing that shoots fire? The welding gun. Yeah. The welding gun. There we go. Make it easy for me. And you were like, are you a pretty good welder? Like, could you weld here? Oh, uh, if I wanted to, but I don't really want to. No, I would, I would imagine playing, <laughs> pretty football. Happy playing football. Yeah. I gotcha. So, but are you like, were you pretty skilled? You're good. Were you a good labor? Yeah, like I was a good worker. Like we mainly just made like pickup truck trays and that kind of thing. But I was doing it for three years, so I didn't have like my ticket yet. But um, yeah, I was kind of just working with like my family friend and that, um, like in their shop, and it was good. Like they looked after me in that there. So and going to school? Uh yeah, like the trade school. Yeah. Oh, I meant like a high, the the equivalent of high school. You were done. Oh yeah, I was done by then. Yeah, I graduated. Wait, how old are you? I'm 24. All right, so you're not quite as old as Lou. Yeah, no, nah, not not yet. <laughs> so finish high school. Yeah. And then you got into trade school. Yeah, so I finished I graduated high school in 2017. And then I kind of bounced around jobs because I'm not wasn't sure what I really wanted to do. I was fresh out of high school. I'd lived in Melbourne and I was doing landscaping. Um and then I moved back home and then I worked in like my my family business. So dad owns just like an industrial supply shop, which just basically supplies like all the farmers around the area with their kind of stuff. So I was working in there for a bit and then I did my welding from there. All right. So not to keep making comparisons to Luke's, that's so easy, although there are some striking similarities. <laughs> so how does American football come to be? If we're in trade school, we're in Melbourne, we're landscaping, we're welding, we're working with mom and dad, we're working with dad. And then all of a sudden we decide we want to go on this journey. How does that come to be? Um, so one of my friends, like I played local footy with, uh, his name's Tom Sheldon. He used to be the punter at UNC. And then one day, like one day he was just like talking about it and he got me onto a program called Pro Kick Australia. And then, yeah, like he knows Johnny from Pro Kick really well. He got me into contact with him and then I went down for a trial in Melbourne and then basically just went from there. So he's your buddy. Yep. He's at the time he's kicking in North Carolina. He he had just came he'd come back. He'd been back for a few years, but this is the first time I've like played footy with him and like talked to him about it. All right, so he's older than you. Yeah, yeah, he's he's well older. Yeah. Okay, so he's, and he tells you about pro kick, or he tells you about hey, you should go think about going to play in the states. Yeah, he was just saying like, you know, he was telling me about his experiences and stuff like in the U.S. And I was just like, oh, that's like unreal. Like that. So cool. what did he say that intrigued you? Just playing in front of like eighty thousand people a week, like nothing to set up, nothing about the social life, nothing about being oh, a football man, like, player so, in college, like, nothing about so, the girls. Yeah, all that as well. <laughs> oh, okay, he threw that all in. That. He threw that in on the side, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't even know about NIL then. <laughs> no, I didn't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> the added bonus. All right, yeah. so he's like, dude, you should give it a shot. But like, okay, still, like you're working, you're out of well out of high school. Yeah, probably just playing footy for fun yeah. i'd imagine right nothing yeah. like hardcore right nah i was just playing for fun so then how do you get in the pro kick 
How does that ha- or can, Do you have to apply or you can just go if you can pay? So you go in there for a trial and they'll like let you know if you're like good enough. Like they think you can, they can go like send you over. Um, so I went down there for a day trial and Johnny was like, yeah, like I think you should really consider doing pro kick. Like we can send you somewhere. So with the tryout is what? Are you kicking uh, Australian rule style or you, they just have you start kicking American and just kind of see what you got? Yeah, they kind of like start off with spirals and then they were like, okay, do like spirals or yeah. punts. Yeah, spirals, spirals and drop punts. So it's like they get you doing both because that's like what all of like all of us are doing over here at the moment. I got and, you. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a like good transition to do like the drop punts and that too because that's like what we've been doing the whole time. So you do a workout. They they say, all right, you got some potential and like immediately enroll or like how did you know what I'm saying? Like are you um, like the next day you were in or what how does that work? Yeah, so I went down in February of twenty twenty two and then I didn't start pro kick until August twenty twenty two. So because I was still building my house at the time back home. You're building your house. Yeah, I've I've got a house back home. Your house or your parents' house? My house. I'm Oh, you you're a real so you're real, you're a real estate mogul, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Wait, so you you built your own house. Yeah. Well, like, Tell me about that. How many bedrooms? Uh, it's like a th- three bedroom, three bedroom. bedroom. What's pretty... anything special about it? What what's like what 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 did you do that was handcrafted? Nah, I didn't do too much. Just built like the cheapest one I could do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're in the flooring business here. That's what yeah. this that's so what kind of floors do they what kind of floors you put in an Australian home? Oh, we just got vinyl. Vinyl Vinyl, floors. there you go. Like, yeah. Thick, not thick. What product? Looks like floorboards, but it's not floorboards. <laughs> right, exactly. And you um you installed it yourself? No. Nah. Had someone do it for you. Yeah. Okay. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just paying for it. Like it's like I, <laughs> I didn't actually like build it. Like yeah. I, oh, I got I got you. So you put you built a house, but you didn't actually build the house. Yeah, pretty much. Like. I got gotcha. you. Now, are you what's who's occupying it now? Uh, my little brother and his partner. Is he paying you rent? Yeah, he is paying you rent. Yeah, <laughs> to live I'm in like. his house. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So he was a partner in building it, so he helped you financially. I'll pay for it myself. Oh, you paid the whole house. Yeah, I got the loan for it and everything. Like, like it's my mortgage and that. Oh, so he's, your, I got you. So he's, he's got to be paying you rent. Yeah, he's just renting. All right. You're making good money these days because the real estate market here is on fire. How is it back in Australia? Yeah, I think back home it's pretty good. Yeah, you're probably being easy on them though, right? Yeah, I'm being, I don't want to steep them too, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John Davis, Secretary of the Florida Lottery, and I'm proud to lead an agency that is creating brighter futures for Florida students, families, and communities. As the primary funding source of the Bright Future Scholarship Program, the lottery has helped nearly 1 million students reach their dream of a post-secondary education. And we will continue to do our part to ensure that every student across this state is aware of these opportunities and has the resources needed to succeed. Because together, we can build a brighter future for all. So what, oh, how about this? So you live on your, you are not in the dorms. No, I'm not. So you're paying rent. I'm paying rent, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what do you think of the real estate prices here? A little outrageous? I mean, it's pretty shocking. <laughs> compared to back home but yeah i don't yeah. know i was just saying that that's miami though but are you by yourself uh i'm rooming with uh mike um donovan the long snapper transfer from michigan state 
Okay. All right. Yeah. At least you can, at least you can split the rent. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> all right. So you built your own house. You can, all right. So now you enroll at pro kick. Yeah. And what was that like for you? I assume that's the first time you've done any kind of kicking other than your tryout or other than messing around. That was more like an American kick. Yeah. It was weird putting the pads on and that for the first time. Oh, right. You got to put the pads on. Yeah. Like the first few weeks was just like trying to get used to that. But yeah, uh, after that, it was, it was fine. But... So when you say drop kick, is that what we call rug? Is that the rugby style kick? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're kind of running and drop it and kicking. Yeah. Gotcha. But that comes a little more naturally for you, right? I assume because of Australian rules football. Yeah. That's like, that's like the main kick for you guys. Yeah. All right. So that's how long you pro kick for. Uh, I was there for August to November. So it's about three months. That's it. Yeah. Holy crap. So you picked yeah. it up pretty quick. Yeah. I think I got pretty lucky with Lou leaving as well at the time that he did just being like, Le- what do you mean? Lou leaving Miami? Yeah, because they like Miami approached Pro Kick, and they needed like another. They want another Aussie, so I got, that's like I was the first man for the job, I guess, for Miami. <laughs> they just like they pretty much just send my film over. Like my coaches would send the film over to the special teams coach here, um, and yeah, they pretty much just said bring him over. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of weird, like. One day I was just kicking a footy in Gosh's paddock in Melbourne, and now I'm like in Miami. Like it's kind of weird. Wait, hold on. We we got a bet. So this is this is why I might need some more time with you. So we're in pro kick for three months. That's yeah. it. We yeah. pick it up. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's fast. Like well, do most guys go through it in three months, or is yeah. that normal? It was about four months. Yeah, we'll say. Four is that months. is that that's normal? <laughs> um, that doesn't seem normal to me, dude. No, they usually, I thought I was going to be there for about a year and a half. Okay, so we're there for three or four months. We apparently pick it up pretty good. We're booting the ball pretty good. Lou leaves here. No, yeah. let me back this up, actually. So your buddy from North Carolina that was older, it comes and tells you you should try this. So yeah. were you, when you went to pro kick, were you 100% mind made up, I'm going to the U.S. to play college ball. That's my goal. Yeah. No reservations. Kind of, yeah, it was kind of just a – drop of the hat decision though it was kind of just a I just wasn't in like enjoying work and I don't know I, I just felt like I needed like a big change um and I was like uh well this came across so I was like I'll give it a crack and then once I started like picking it up and that I was kind of like oh I actually have like a good chance of like going you know somewhere did you have to uh was it a hard convincing of the parents or no yeah it was pretty it was they didn't want you to go yeah, at first, like starting pro kick, they were a bit concerned that I because I had to like quit my job and move down to Melbourne, which I had to like live in Melbourne too. So I had to pay rent down there as well. So I was kind of um burning a bit of money doing that. But yeah, now like now they're fine with it, I guess. <laughs> I assume they have not been here yet. They have, yeah. Oh, they have. Yeah, they've been here twice for a game. The first time, when I first came over here, it was just my mum, my dad, and my little sister. I've got two other brothers as well. Um, but, yeah, they came over when I first got here, and then they were just recently here for about oh, probably a month. So they got to see the Temple game and then the Georgia Tech game. We won't talk too much about that one. But, 
Um, and then, yeah, then like all my mates and stuff came over too. So it was probably like a good two month like period where I just had like friends and family here. So it was really good. What are your mates like? You guys get a little crazy or you guys kind of just, you, you chilled out? My mates are pretty crazy, but <laughs> I, was, I, was being, I was being good. The sensible boy I am. Yeah, <laughs> you stayed in, right? You didn't yeah. curb you. Let the boys come back and tell you a few stories. What they think of the nightlife in Miami? The mates. Oh, I loved it. I didn't want to leave. Yeah, I bet not. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, they probably thought the, they were like, Dylan's the best decision you've ever made. Yeah, I don't know. I think I got pretty lucky with my spot. Like, considering I had no idea where I was going to go. Like, I you any, did you have any concept of like what college football was? Yeah, like we like watched it because it's on like like on our weekends and stuff back home. Like in the it's on like in the mornings and that. So, but you watched? Like, yeah, I watched. I liked before I came over. I liked like LSU. That was like my team that I used to always. So watch. did you have you know you know Coach Ogeron's around practice right? You've seen him. Yeah, yeah. Did I you tell him? him? Have you told him? No, I haven't told him yet. I'm trying to keep it pretty cool with him. But uh, have you ever have you ever heard him talk? Yeah. You understand him? Uh just I'd imagine he'd be able to understand me though. Yeah, well, I'd be interested. We should get the two of you together. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. So once again, I'm still baffled by this. Four months pro kick. Obviously, Miami's, you know, had uh had had success there with Lou Headley. So literally, all right, all right, let me back. Your coaches send them tape, or they ask for a. I imagine they're asking, "Hey, do you have somebody?" They send you yeah. tape. Yeah. So Mike, yeah. So, um, Coach Maloof would just ask them, like, "Have you got anyone like similar to Lou and that?" And they would just say, "Oh, yeah, we got like this kid. We'll send some film over." And yeah, they pretty much just send. It's kind of weird because I have to like record it myself, and then they send it over. Like, I obviously have to like send it to my coaches first. To make sure that okay, yeah, it's good. We'll use. Oh, that you recorded yourself kicking. Yeah, because it's kind of like outside of the training times. Because you only train like you only kick like three times a week with pro kick, and then you're in the gym. Other than that, so you make your own video. You're making it's like YouTube. You're literally making your own video. You're gonna give it to your coach. Yeah. Hey, coach, this is good enough. There's nothing. Send it over. They show interest. Miami shows interest. At some point, they offer in like automatic decision by you or how did that go down? Oh yeah. It was straight away. <laughs> they offer you say yes, with not even, you, yeah. you know where you were going. Do you like, did you know where you were going? I mean, I know you knew you were going to Miami, but I mean, like, do you have any clue about the university of Miami? Uh, no, not really. I just knew it was Miami. So was That's all you right. knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I offered you want to play football. So you're, you're happy. Yeah. I would have been happy anywhere, but Miami's just like, Miami's different. Miami's just, bit nicer <laughs> yeah and then you took a visit or no nah i was just never seen the campus or anything i was just straight on a plane just over here <laughs> you're are you a freshman or a redshirt freshman freshman so your first time on campus was when in the spring this year you had just gotten over yeah you enrolled early yeah so i like committed in december last year it was like late November, early December. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, get everything like sorted like in the space of like 10 days or whatever it was before I jumped on a plane over here and like get, I had to get all my visa and all that kind of stuff done. So how much would you bring? One bag, two bags? How many bags you bring? Too, too many. Oh, you brought too many. <laughs> I, had to pay, I had to pay like an extra 300 bucks because I had too many bags. You better start welding, dude, to pay, pay yeah. yourself back. <laughs> 
And then um, you get over here. Where'd you even stay? They had it all set up or you got put up temporarily? Nah, so I had all that sorted before I came over here. They like recommended places where like footballs and that kind of live. So I just picked it, like picked the spot and then they roomed me with uh, Mike. Um, and then, yeah, it was all like the room and all that was all ready when I came over here. So it was good. And how was the transition? First time on the field, spring football with these guys. They kind of look a little different, right? A little bigger, a little faster. Yeah, bit bigger than they are on TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't tackle the punters, so you're good. Yeah. No, nah, it was it was awesome. Like I was kind of myself a bit the first training, but <laughs> no, like because it took me a while. Like, when I got over here, I had like vertigo for like two or three weeks. Just oh, like Jesus. Yeah, and then like when I first got here, I was meeting everyone, and like hand they hand me like all the schemes and that, and like you got to go through them and stuff. Like lucky it was like the spring, which I had a bit of time to get used to it and that. But like the start of spring training for me was pretty brutal just with like the jet lag and the vertigo and all that kind of stuff. But after like the first month, it was, I was fine. Imagine a bank that cares about you. One that sees their customers as part of a team with a common goal to achieve their dreams. Well, imagine that. There is one. We're Amarant. We're ready to help you wherever you are in life. And just as importantly, wherever you want to go. Amarant. Official hometown bank of the University of Miami Hurricanes, member FDIC. All right, so Dylan, we we were in pro kick for four months. We send our tape out. The University of Miami responds. You commit basically on the spot. You come sight unseen, and you were talking about spring ball. You got vertigo. Is that just from traveling? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I think it was just from the travel. What is that? That seems awful. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like I was D for like three weeks but i don't know after that i was fine yeah but that's like uh like were you up and around campus or were you like right vertigo you're like constantly dizzy right yeah it was like like had like classes and all that too like training um yeah it wasn't too, it wasn't too good i gotcha now let me ask you something how was your first aaron feld workout it was good <laughs> tough or not tough nah they're pretty tough pretty tough okay yeah. had, had you been through anything like that at pro kick um it's kind of different like Pro kick, there's a, like when I was there, there was only like 20 blokes that you'd lift with at a time. Then here you lift with about 80 or 90 like blokes at the same time. Like it was just a bit different like that. But yeah, there's just like so much more going on like over here compared to like a pro kick. How'd you feel after the first one though? Like, did you just want to go pass out? Yeah, pretty much. It's a bit different <laughs> than what I'm used to. <laughs> now, listen, we had Borgallis. Borgallis was on the podcast. Yeah. He said he came in weighing about 140 pounds. Yeah. And all he could do was like the bar and two plates. So please tell me you could do more than that if you were benching. Uh, yeah, I can just do more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I imagine you've seen your strength increase. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was about probably like 190 dripping wet when I come in here. Now I'm like, 205, 210 on a good day, but yeah. All right. Is that is it good to be 210 or is it not good to be 210 in your in your world? I mean, it's all right. <laughs> At least I don't have to run on that. So all right. How's the eating? We got we good with the American food? Oh, when I first got here, it was a bit of a change. Okay. What 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 were you missing? What didn't you have? But what about like a meal, like a meat or like what what what's the go-to back home? Oh, if you go to the pub, you get like a chicken parmy too like there's chicken palm but we do it a bit different back home how do you do it 
No, we put ham on ours. So it's chicken, the chicken red sauce, the, the yeah. mozzarella, and then you throw some ham on top. Yeah, ham under the cheese, though. Under the cheese. Got yeah, it, got it, got it. Got it. <laughs> All right, so um, we get over here, but forget the vertigo, forget the jet lag, just playing American football, like at this level, when you got in the spring ball or got into the summer, your adjustment, you easy, mildly challenging, or very challenging? I mean, I think my transition, like, was a lot better than what I thought it was going to go. I thought it would take me a while to get like my bearings and that kind of thing. But I felt like I had like a really good transition. Just, I think like the coaching staff too helped me out a lot. Um, obviously like being from like a whole different like culture and country and all that kind of stuff. They were really well. How'd they help you? They were just being like really welcoming and like making sure I was, I knew where I was going and, all that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it was just like those little things that really helped me out. Just with I, I imagine it's a little bit of a whirlwind, right? I mean, you're coming from yeah. another continent. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You've never been here before. Never really played this sport. You're in a new country. You're, you're trying to go to class, all that stuff. Right. I imagine it was a little, did you ever regret it? Regret coming here. Were you ever just like, Oh my God, I may have made the wrong choice. Like this is a lot. No, everything was good. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Good. Good to hear. Now, was there a moment in spring ball of practice where you just rocket shipped one off your foot and everyone was like, bro, he's the man. I think it was the first training actually. Might have been, yeah. I don't know. I kicked one and then everyone like kind of like turned their head and had a look at it. And I was just like, oh yeah. Like, you get, did you get was... a big, did you get, you must, Chris, I mean, Mario loves everything about this game. So he might, he might, you must have, yeah. he must have got a rise out of that too. Yeah, no, I think he's pretty happy with it. But he's pretty happy. Yeah, he doesn't say too much of the punters and that, right? <laughs> <laughs> he just leaves you to Maloof and Calter, right? Yeah. They're, uh, they're all happy with it. It was good. Join us at Gulfstream Park this spring with live action Thursday through Sunday. Enjoy entertainment outdoors at the Carousel Club or feast in Ten Palms. Not hungry? Visit our many on-site shopping locations from fashion stores to home furnishings. For schedules, reservations, and tickets, visit GulfstreamPark.com. Now, are you tatted? You don't have quite. I saw in a picture you're tatted on the leg, right? Yeah, I got a shin tat. Is that it? I got it, like a shin tat, and I got like one on my ankle, but I'm working on it. Trust me. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't get paid though over here, so that's why <laughs> money's a bit tight at the moment. <laughs> I got you. Now, so we mentioned Lou Headley a bunch at the beginning, but. I actually asked Danny. I've known Danny Coulter forever, so I was actually called him today to get a little info on you. Yeah. Did you know? Well, so I imagine being a pro kick, Lou Headley was a big deal. Yeah. Like he means a lot to the people that go through that academy. Yeah, he does. Like, to be honest, I didn't know. I didn't know Lou before I did. Right. Pro that, that's the. I guess that's the point I was getting to is you didn't really know him, but you probably knew of him. Yeah. Like, and then like once like you get into pro kick and that, then you like learn all the punters like who are over here and that kind of thing. But yeah, he's like a big icon, like a pro kick icon at the moment. So I gotcha. And you got a chance to meet him when you got here. Yeah, no, nah, it was good. Cause he was, um, he was still here like training for his pro day and all that kind of stuff. It was good though. He like took me under his wing, like while he was here, like showed me the ropes and all that kind of stuff. Got a few kicks in with him. Yeah, it was good. So listen, now I do. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. We've actually never formally met, but I always get in your way. Do you you recognize me from game day or yeah, no? Yeah, snap like me and Mason snap on the side. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I told this to Bora Gallus. So it's me and I have an intern at the home games. I tell her two words of advice. One, stay out of Napper and Joyce's way. And two, <laughs> when it's a big TV game, you know how they got the, the camera on that rolling dolly. Oh, yeah. So yeah. either don't get run over or don't get hit by the ball. But at least, and you're nice about it, but I would say at least twice, maybe three times, you tap me on the shoulder and you say, can you get out of the way? Yeah. No, I apologize a- ahead of time. Ah. It's all good. The sidelines get bloody hectic, so I don't, I don't blame you. Well, right. So home games, I should be okay. Now, I will say this. The only excuse that I'm going to give myself was NC State. That was an awful sideline. Nah, that was shocking. I think the people could, like, reach over and, like, touch my helmet. Like, well, right. So you're cl- right. You're t- about two feet from the stands. And also, the way the sideline was lined up, Napper was basically hiking the ball on a diagonal. Yeah. It's like arced, like right, which is not life. how it would be, but that's all the space they would accommodate. Yeah, that's all we had. So, like, uh, we got to make do, but yeah. How's your relationship with Lichtenstein, Chance, and Gore? Those are your, those are your, those got to be. You got to take care of those guys, right? That's the wall. I'll go. I'm very close with them boys. They look after me every day. So, that, no, yeah. no one's got no. Maybe A and M. Has anyone gotten close? Just A and M, right? Has anyone gotten close to you? A and M. Yeah, they got a block. Yeah, but yeah. But that's it, right? That's it, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, do a good job then, boys. They have done a good job. All right, Dylan, I appreciate you finishing this up with you. This was a, this was a two-taper, but uh, I got to let you go. Yeah, I don't want to be – I don't be responsible for a bad grade uh, or oversleep <laughs> in a meeting. So, Dylan Joyce, you've been a pleasure. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. Have a great night. All right, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.